I want to talk about enemies of faith or things that could deceive us to believe that we're actually believing but we are not. The Bible cannot faith. The faith that produces, the faith that God has is what we are striving for. God says to us in His Word that He has given to us the measure of faith. Romans 12 God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Every man that has presented his body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, has been given the measure of faith. There are things, however, that want to rob us of the blessings. Once we get in the hold of the word of faith, there is a fight of faith that comes. And we have to endure Hardness is a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We have to keep that word as Abraham did. Protect that word in our hearts. As we read about the seed and the sower, the sower sows the word. But that's not all. It's not an automatic victory, but there are four faces that the sower, the word has to go through in order to produce some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Now, before that happens, there are other things that wants to steal and rob us of what God has for us. And one of the first things that I want to mention is confusing faith with hope. Many people say, if you ask them, do you believe God? They say yes. Do you believe that He is a healer? They say yes. Do you believe that He has healed you? Or that He will heal you now when we pray. And they say, I certainly hope so. Indicating that they are placing, they're trying to place it on God rather than on the Word of God. Or they're trying to pass the buck, so to speak. Rather than saying, yes, I believe so. They say, I hope so. And hope is deferring the answer to the future. Faith is, def- is taking the answer now. And Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's a print, a blueprint of what we, what we are believing for, which is the manifestation. Before a builder builds a home, a house, he has a blueprint. He receives from the architect a blueprint and that blueprint is describing the dimensions of the house, the rooms, the, uh, the door openings. All these things are described in the blueprint. But it's not yet the house. It's just the blueprint. Now faith is that blueprint. And we receive that blueprint based on the word of God. The promised word of God. What God has promised us, that's what we base our faith in. If there is not a promise in the Word of God for what we're believing for, we cannot give substance to our faith. We can only believe for what God has promised in His Word. And clearly He states in His Word that He has promised healing. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And then we read in 2 Peter 2.24 By His stripes you were healed. Isaiah 53 By His stripes we are healed. He has promised healing. Jesus took the disease. He took the punishment 
of sin. He took the, the, the sickness and disease upon his body when he died on the cross. When he was whipped with those stripes, by his stripes, with those licks, creating stripes on his back, tearing up his back, causing the blood to come out of his back. The Bible says in Psalms that his back looked like a plowed field. And by those stripes we can receive healing. Before the Great Reformation, people were believing that the salvation would come strictly by works. If I do this, if I hit my body, if I fast, if I uh, uh, pray so much, if I, if I do these works, I will earn salvation. But God gave Luther a revelation of justification by faith. No, it's not by works. Luther said, it's by faith, or by grace, or we say through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. Hope refers salvation to the future. One of these days, if I am a good enough person, if I work hard enough, if I go to church, if I pay my tithes, if I do good works, if I help the poor, I will earn salvation or I will receive salvation for my good works. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says we do the good works because we believe. We do the good works because the love of Christ leads us and directs us and it pushes us to do the good works. The good works come out of the new nature that we receive by faith. In Christ Jesus. Hope is always the future. People hope to be healed. They hope to be blessed. They hope to be, uh, receive uh, the answer to their prayers from God. They hope to have the money to pay the bills. They hope they have the strength to go through what they're going through. They hope they have the strength to do the work that they need to work. This is an enemy of faith. It stands in the way of faith. If I say to you, will you be healed when I pray for you? And you reply, I hope so. That means that you will not be healed. There is no healing in hope. As far as faith is concerned, hope is a delusion. Faith is always present tense. Because hope is in the future. It's a hindrance to faith. If you are in faith regarding something right now, you are believing. You see, I have the blueprint inside of you. You have the vision of the answer. You are already walking in the future, so to speak. We hope to be in heaven one day. But right now we can walk in heavenly places. When we reach heaven, we will hope no longer. We have this hope in Him. Bible hope is a wonderful thing. But hope that defers God's blessings to the future is an enemy of faith. Another enemy of faith is mental Agreement or mental assent, agreeing with the Word of God. So many people agree that God is a good God. They agree that God works miracles, and they go to Sunday school and they read in the in the Sunday school quarterly, and they see the the pictures of Jesus and how He did these miracles, how wonderful it was, and they say they believe the Bible, but it's not a reality in their lives. It's not something that works in the everyday life. They agree mentally with the Word of God, but they do not act on the Word of God. Many people say, well, I believe there is a God, 
but they're acting like there is no God. So what we our actions will prove what we really believe. Mental assent is an enemy. Mental agreement is an enemy. It, it it makes us think that we really believe. It claims that the whole Bible is true. It says I believe every word of it, but it's no actions. If we pray for people to be healed, we have to believe that there is healing before we believe, in order to pray the prayer of faith. You have to go from agreement to God that's healed, to God heals me, or God has already healed me. The traditions of men make the word of God of none effect. And it can be a tradition to believe that Jesus indeed worked miracles in the past. And then they say in the next breath, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever, which is Hebrews 15.8. We have to act on the Word in order for the Word to start working in our lives. Mentally agreeing with the Word is not enough. Another enemy of real Bible faith is basing your faith on what you see, what you feel, what you can understand with your natural man, instead of basing it on the Word of God. Sense knowledge-based faith that requires sense evidence. This is the faith that Thomas had. In the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 24. Except I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Many people say, if I see a real miracle, I will believe. That you said, show us a sign. Here Jesus was walking among them, healing sick, raising dead. And they said, show us a sign. They didn't want to believe. You have to want to believe. And do not base your faith on what you see. That is not the Bible faith. That's not God's kind of faith. That's what Thomas did. He wanted to feel. He wanted to see. And then he, said, he exclaimed, unless I can do this, unless I can put my finger in the prints of the nails in his hands, and I can put my hand onto his side, I will not believe. Jesus was merciful. He appeared to him, and he said, Reach hither thy finger, and see my hands. Reach hither thy hand, and put it into my sight, and be not faithless, but believe. Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. God's faith, the God kind of faith, does not require physical evidence it believes based on the word of God so we see a contrast here between Bible faith basing the faith strictly on the promises on the word of God and between the faith that requires physical evidence this is Bible faith versus sense knowledge faith many carry the Bible to church they carry their Bibles, they carry the Word of God, but they do not trust in it. They refuse to act upon it. They have no understanding of it. They trust in their feelings, in their emotions, 
in what they can see, hear, taste, smell. Real faith is acting on the word independently of any sense evidence. We have two categories of unbelief. The first one is based on lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. People do not believe because they have no knowledge of the word, never heard the gospel preached to them, never been taught faith, never been taught the word of faith, never been taught that God is a good God, that God still performs miracles, that the Holy Spirit has been given. Many people walk in unbelief because of lack of teaching, because of lack of understanding. They have never received or heard that word. And therefore, they are ignorant and they cannot believe. There is a second type of unbelief, however, and we can read about in Hebrews 4.11. And that kind of unbelief is, in Greek, apatheias. We could translate apathy, unpersuadableness. Let's read from Hebrews 4.11. Let us therefore give diligence to enter into that rest, that no man fall after the same example of disobedience. Translate disobedience, apatheias, unpersuadableness. Apathy or refusal to believe. Not realizing the importance of believing the word and acting upon the word. This means that the man is unwilling to allow the word to govern him. Jesus is not Lord. The word is not Lord. He refuses to act on his knowledge. He knows what the Word teaches. He knows there is a God. He knows that Jesus died for his sin. He knows that Jesus still heals. But he refused to act on it. Believing is an act of the will. We can act on the Word if we will. Believing is being willing to act on His, the Father's will. Disobedience is an unpersuadable attitude toward the word, then unbelief is not ignorance, but it's apathy, it's unpersuadableness. So two different kinds of unbelief, either ignorance in the word or unpersuadableness to act upon it. In order to receive, we must believe and we must act according to the word of God and we will have what the Word of God promises us. We will have victory. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith.